I'm here at the uh, Game Developers Conference in San Francisco, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? My name is Jonathan Hanna, and I'm the executive producer at Electric Bat Interactive. Okay, and what do you guys do? Like what games? We are creating what we call layered reality games, and basically the concept of that is that um, you can download a game bar, and then you can play games on the internet. And it's different than other games where you have to go to the, that game's website. So if you want to play a Facebook game, you have to go to Facebook and log into Facebook and play the game. In our games, you go to whatever website you want to go to. So if you're a big fan of Disney, you go to Disney and you play our game on Disney. If you're a big fan of Nickelodeon or you're a big fan of Car and Driver, you play the game on Car and Driver. It's wherever you want to play. So we're essentially layering these games on top of people's web surfing habits. Okay. And so that's why that's different than augmented reality gaming, um, because you're layered on websites. Right. And and, and really, we're not we're not changing like augmented reality. Kind of implies that some, we're changing your reality. Yeah. We're just layering this on top of something you're already doing. The, the best example is is actually like something like TiVo, where TiVo didn't it didn't it's not a different television program. It's not yeah. new TV programming. It just it changed the way people watched television. Sure. And so this is sort of changing the way people will surf the internet and turning the internet into a game. Um, but again, it's not. It's not a new website. Yeah. It's a new way to interact with the websites that you already go to. Okay. And, um, you know, how, how do people play this game? Um, can you do a simple walkthrough of exactly how it would work? So um, people, first they, they download the game bar, and then they create an account. Uh, and once you do that, you can play any of the games associated with the game bar. And as we release new games, you can just start playing those games. You don't have to create a new account or go to that game's website. Uh, it just appears as an option in your game bar, and you can play. So once you're logged in to a game, um, I'll use Weblords as an example. So I log in, I select Weblords from the suite of games, and I log in. Once that happens, the game bar updates to reflect that I'm playing Weblords. Okay. Now, any site that I go to in Weblords is a game about attacking and controlling websites. All, all in fiction, it's not actually affecting the actual website at all. Sure. Um, but once you, once you log into Weblords, whatever site you're on, you can attack it. You can defend it. You can, you know, get resources from it. Um, and it doesn't matter. Again, if, you, if you're, um, you know, reading a website, you're reading your favorite blog, you know, you're, you're reading your high school's website, you know, calendar, yeah. you can go in there and just battle on it and, and fight for control of that website. Okay. So it's kind of like Foursquare for websites then? Yeah, it's like a virtual, okay. right. Um, can people win achievements on these sites? Um, kind of like in Foursquare, you can check in, you can become mayor, stuff like that. Is, is there something like that? There, there is an achievement system. I, it's probably a little different um, in yeah. that um, you can, for, for, again, in Weblords, Weblords is a fantasy game. So there's dragons and ogres and yeah. trolls, rather, and other things. So there's achievements might be things like um, battle on Google 100 times or kill... 500 dragons. Doesn't matter sure. where, just wherever. And so, you, and you can sort of mark those off and get little rewards for doing all those different achievements. And you have a casual version of the more fantasy-oriented version of this game called Weblings. Mm -hmm. um, what's that about? So Weblings is a, is a very different game from Weblords. Um, so whereas Weblords is player versus player, yeah. Weblings is player versus environment. So you're basically okay. fighting AI controlled. And the concept of Web, so going back to Weblords for a minute, Weblords is a game about controlling websites, battling you know fantasy big armies. Yeah. Weblings is a very casual game about collecting. And what okay. you're doing is you're collecting these creatures called Weblings. They're these cute, cuddly, uh, uh, Different, different types of animals or fantastical creatures. And the fiction is that, that the bugs, these bugs are attacking the internet, they're creating all the crash sites and the 404 errors, sure. and the, the game bar is your sort of portal into this world where you can now help and collect the webling characters. Okay. And, um, you know, why did you decide on 
key, you know, player versus environment for that game versus player versus player or player, you know, or cooperative game? Well, what we're trying to do with the games that, that we make is to try and uh, create games for diversity of, of markets. And so Web Lords, um, being a player versus player fantasy game, will probably skew a little on the male side. doesn't mean that women won't yeah, play it, yeah. but it'll probably be, just by the nature of the game, males 18 and up. And so Weblings is a game that we definitely feel will be more female-oriented. Again, guys might play it too, um, but definitely more female-oriented, probably 35 and up for this. And it's also going to be probably appeal, hopefully appeal to kids. And so we're actually making sure that the game is COPA compliant. So if a child under 11 decides to, to play this game with their parents' permission, uh, they'll be able to play the game and, and play in a safe environment where people can't message them and can't interact with them and they can just play the game by themselves without being interrupted. So that's it. Yeah. And, um, you know, what's next in store in terms of, are you going to, you know, based on your experience and, you know, testing it out on other players, um, are you going to add any new mechanics? Have you, I mean, what's, what's the biggest surprise you've had? Um, just seeing people use this system. So interestingly, we actually launched a version of Weblings a while back, and we thought it was pretty cool. We actually got we actually did a bunch of focus testing before we did that with the yeah. art style and the whole gameplay concept. And a few months into it, we started getting a lot of feedback from the players that they loved the whole concept, but the art just wasn't what they were looking for. Sure. It was it's beautiful art and it's really well done, but people weren't connecting with those characters. And so rather than just sort of staying in the course, we we listened to our community and we're in the process right now of revamping the art, completely changing it from what it is now. Uh, we've actually told all of our players this and we've told them how we're going to transition them to the new game um, and the nice thing is about our platform is we can do that very quickly this entire changeover and it's not just the art there's a bunch of game systems that are changing too sure. um, is going to take us about eight weeks and can you talk about some of the game systems that are changing, or is that? So in, in the current version of the game, the one that's being replaced, uh, when you want to collect a webling, you have to fight. Uh, the weblings are broken up into categories, celebrity, family, food, etc. So if you want to collect a food webling, you have to fight on food sites. Sure. What if I don't want to go to food sites? I'm not a food person. I like cars. I go to Car and Driver. Or I yeah. go to Auto Trader or whatever, and I don't want to have to deal with that. So we're changing that loot system to where you get generic pieces of these tokens that you can spend on whatever webling you want. So now you can fight anywhere you want. In fact, if you just only want to fight on one website and that's it, that's your choice. You can do that. Okay. So we don't want to interrupt your web surfing habits. You tell us where you want to play, and the game just works for you. Okay. And, you know, with the explosion of these social games, there are all these social mechanics and bringing your friends along and stuff like that. Are you looking into that to put into your system, or do you think that's important in the type of game that you're making? Absolutely. You know, the, the, the biggest way to get new players is to get your existing players to recommend uh, the game to their friends. That's the number one way people get into games yeah. is because their friend says, hey, this is cool, you should play it too. Um, so we're integrated into Facebook Connect. Uh, they can also send an email to their friends and invite them in, and there's rewards for doing that. For example, in the Weblings game, there's a special uh, Webling, uh, it's actually two Weblings, called Willow and Chase. Yeah. And the only way to get Willow and Chase is to invite five friends into the game. And so if you like the game, you're going you're gonna to do that because you like collecting and you're going to want to complete your collection. And so you'll find five of your friends and get them into the game too. Um, but it's not something you have to do. You know, if, you don't, sure. if, you don't want, if you're not ready to invite your friends yet, that's okay. You can go collect the other weapons. And with Facebook Connect, then you just allow them to post to the news feed maybe what site or what battle they're doing. Right, they can they can post a big achievement, or they can post what site. Like if they took Google, that's a yeah. big achievement. Or if they just collected a super super rare webling, they can do that as well. Okay. And you know, any other challenges you see as you develop this system? Um, what what are your concerns? I think the the biggest challenge is just the fact this is new. Yeah, uh, I mean that's you know that's the thing. You don't really have that much to reference, so. 
are you keeping you know extensive analytics to make you know kind of learn from your data or how is that working? Yeah, we, we have a, a tremendous amount of data that we collect, and again, most of it's sort of aggregate data. We're not interested in, in tracking individual people's sure. surfing habits. It's not what we're about. We're a game company at, yeah. at the core. So you know what we do want to know is, is is how effective our, our our gameplay is. So when we have a quest system and that quest says go fight on Google, we want to know how many people fought on Google. I don't care individually who did sure. and who didn't, but if we had a say a thousand people play today, I want to know if 900 of them actually did the quest or only 400 of them did the quest and then find out why not. So not only do we look at data, but we also survey our players and we have message boards. We have a full-time community person who's out there talking to our players as well. Um, you know, how important is that full-time community person? I mean, that's kind of interesting given that you guys are kind of a startup um, to dedicate someone full-time at, at this point. Um, how's that going and, and what are... Yeah, we actually hired the community person before we even started uh, the beta for either game. And actually, my, my background, I got my start in the industry as the community manager for Ultima Online. Okay. And so I'm a big fan of, of, you know, talking to the community and getting their feedback. And so, you know, you can never get the feedback too early. Um, it's always important to put the feedback in the right context, especially in beta where players may not be playing a full version of the game. Uh, for example, in Weblords, players are telling us that it's too easy to get resources. Yeah. Well, that's because the castle system, which you can use, you can spend resources to build a, a big castle, isn't in yet. So, of course, they have too many resources. Sure. So that feedback is something that we, we kind of put to the side, whereas another piece of feedback where they say, hey, dragons are too powerful, that, that part of the game is in and should be balanced, and clearly it's not. So we need to go and react to that. Um, but basically, we hire the community manager before, well before beta to put together the strategy for beta. Um, for us, beta is far more about player feedback and game balance and making sure the game is fun than it is about bug testing. And you see that with betas. More and more sure. people are looking at betas as previews. And rather than fight that and tell players, no, 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 you have to test our game yeah, and submit yeah. bugs, um, you know, we have a QA team. It's their job to find the bugs. Yeah. You Players, you guys tell us if this game is fun. That's what we want to know. Okay. And... Um you know, are there any other types, besides from developers, are there any other types of folks that you're hiring to kind of develop the community or learn from the community? Um, the reason I ask is because with these social games, you know, with MMOs, it is about community. You know, it's everyone kind of in the centralized community, but it seems with these social games, and, you know, you mentioned using Facebook Connect, it's really about these games empowering the friends that you already have. So it, it may not even necessarily be about a community manager more than figuring out some kind of paradigm where you're just empowering friends to kind of challenge each other as they're surfing and stuff like that. Yeah, abs absolutely. And so in addition to the community manager, who's also very well versed in, in you know, social media and social networking, we actually have a uh, full-time social media, social networking, marketing person on staff. And they're actually part of the same department, so they work very closely together. And she's doing a great job basically, you know, teaching me, who I'm not I'm not really a, a social media expert. I'm, I'm a game developer. And so, you know, I, I don't consider myself an expert on Facebook Connect or anything like that. And so getting her feedback um, from from what she knows from from her experience and also from you know from users is is really important. Okay, and you know in preparing for this interview, we were discussing how you're having this quest system and it's kind of driving more people to specific sites. Can you talk about that more? Or is that sure? So one of the one of the big parts of these games is uh, they're free to play. Yeah. Uh, there is a microtransaction model. Players can buy items for their character and web lords or decorative items for their weblings game. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Um, they are free to play, and we, and, and we want players to have fun whether they're spending money or not. But 
but we've got to generate revenue, right? And so the main reason, the main way we think we can do that is by driving web traffic, which of course for the player is free. And so what we do is we make a deal with a website and we say, look, you guys are going to be the quest of the day or the quest of the week. And your site is going to be more valuable for this week. So in the context of web lords, maybe there's more resources on, on that site. And in the context of weblings, it's like a scavenger hunt. Um, and so if the player does this quest, they get benefits. They get extra loot in web lords or they get extra experience points. And in weblings, maybe they get a cool item where they can fight more for that day. Um, and what we're doing is we're essentially driving these players to a website. And interestingly, um, in the current Weblings game, we have this quest system in and we're going to port it over to the new one. And we see that between 80 and 90% of the players who log in in a given day do the quest too because it's integrated into the game. Now, they know it's advertising. They know yeah. that, that we're pushing them to websites. And it's okay because, first of all, hopefully it's cool sites. And secondly, it's part of the game. That the game is about battling on the web, and so if this website, let's say it's you know Disney, uh, is worth twice as much as usual, well, I care about getting the resources, and maybe while I'm there, I'll also click the the ad or whatever it is that Disney is promoting, um, and and so you know again that eighty to ninety percent is is is. It surprised us even because it's yeah. so much better than a, like a, a banner ad, which is lucky to get a quarter of a percent. You know, we're talking 80 to 90, and, and it's just a question of making sure that it's fun. And that's the key thing is the game's got to be fun first, and then we add that layer of driving people to websites on top of it. Okay. And um, you guys are located in Austin, Texas. Um, how is that for game development? It seems like a hot spot for you know, some of these emerging online games and stuff like that. Yeah, so I, I've actually I, I've been in Austin for a while now, and uh, it's definitely one of the one of the cool places to be for game development, especially online game development. And so you know, Austin's got everything from these huge two hundred plus uh, you know MMOs in development, all the way to guys like us with forty people working on two or three games at the same time. Yeah. Um, and there's everything in between. So yeah. it's a, it's a really exciting place to be right now for for game development. And you know, moving forward, where do you see? layered gaming going or augmented reality gaming or you know some of these kind of uh, mixing between gaming and reality and what you're doing uh, where's that going to go and also um, you know how important is mobile going to be because you know in some in Japan and some of these Asian countries are actually accessing the internet more through mobile than the web Sure. So I can I can actually answer the the mobile question a little bit. Um, you know, mobile mobile gaming is huge, and especially with you know with the iPhone being and, and iPods being so prevalent now. Um, so we're actually developing an iPhone uh, uh, version of Weblord so that people okay. can actually battle on websites, and it's the same game. So I can I can be at lunch and I'll get a message that says my website's under attack, or a friend says, hey, let's go attack Google, and then I don't I don't miss out. I can actually log in through my yeah. iPhone, battle on Google, finish the battle, and then go back home a few hours later and see what I did by logging onto my my Mac or my PC. So it's actually literally the exact same game. You can just decide which platform you want to play it on. Um, as far as the future of this, you know, we're just getting started. Um, I think uh, what we're seeing a lot now is, is companies are, are need to be creative about how to get people to their websites. People take the web for granted now. It's not it's not some new magical special thing yeah. anymore. It's like you know it's it's no different than than anything else in our lives. People, you know we have kids that are growing up with it. They don't know what the world was like before it. Yeah. And so you know getting people to go to your website as opposed to the millions and billions of others that are out there are are, are is going to be really important for businesses, especially now when people are you know, being tight with their money and being yeah. careful with their money. And so, you know, it, it's it's obvious that banner ads are pretty much, you know, they're they're as effective as they're going to be. There's always going to be a place for banner ads, um, but you know, you're not going to get that 10% click through on a banner ad. You're not going to sure. be lucky to get 1%. Um, so, if you can figure out ways to drive people to your website with an 80 to 90% click through, I mean, that that's huge. 
Great. And where can people find out more information or, or play these games? Uh, so right now, the uh, the Weblings game is being revamped, and that's going to launch at the end of April, the new version okay. of it. So they'll be able to, to play that game. And Web Lords is currently in uh, closed beta, and that'll launch sometime in the summer. Uh, if people want to check them out, they can go to electric-bat.com, and then there's a products button there where you can go to the actual pages and sign up for the beta or sign up for more information and we're we're actually constantly inviting new people into the web lords beta so it's definitely now is the time to sign up thank you very much thank you